Hello and welcome to the itinerary. This is episode number 10. Double digits. We made it. I feel like we should have a cake and candles or something. You're giving away all my surprises. (laughs) So glad you can join us on our journey as we head south to the island of St. Lucia for three nights in an over-the-top resort where the rooms have no fourth wall. Yes, no fourth wall. I'm Jared Schwartz. I'm Melissa Schwartz. Catch us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Rate, review, and subscribe when you pull up the itinerary on iTunes and Apple Podcasts on your iPhone or iPad. Just scroll down on the itinerary, rate, five stars, of course, write a review, and subscribe. Also, tell a friend. Tell a friend. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's easy to do so. Send your travel questions and comments about the podcast to theitinerarypodcast at gmail.com. We got some real good feedback on last week's episode, which was Switzerland. People were really interested in Vitznau, which I said was the new Lake Como, and the castle, Schloss Schoenstein, the smallest town in the world. So if you have any questions and comments... Hit us up, the itinerary podcast at gmail.com. We travel a lot. Everyone always asks, where'd you go? How'd you get there? Where'd you stay? What did you do? We thought we'd take you through how we booked flights, whether it's points, upgrades, cash. Then we'll go through where we stayed, what we ate, and all the activities that we did on this itinerary. That's totally correct, Melissa. Cool. And if you want to go back and listen to episodes one through nine, it's so easy. Just search the itinerary on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Type in the itinerary, and you have the first nine to choose from. Last week, it was Switzerland. Before that, you had Greece, Iceland, Italy, Mexico, Ireland, Singapore, South Africa, and Argentina. But this is Episode 10, the beautiful island of St. Lucia. Are you ready, Melissa? Yes, I am. Let's load up the sunscreen and let's go! So, St. Lucia, it's an eastern Caribbean island, a nation with a pair of dramatically tapered mountains, the Pitons, as they're known, on the west coast. It's home to volcanic beaches, reef diving sites, luxury resorts, which we're going to tell you about, and fishing villages. Trails in the interior rainforest lead to dramatic waterfalls in the capital of Castries, and that's, a, that's the popular cruise port that, if you're taking a cruise, that's where you're going to go. English is the main language with St. Lucian Creole and French as well. Now, this is not your typical Caribbean island with, you know, the white, pristine beaches. St. Lucia has more of a rainforest feel to it. Think Costa Rica if you've been there. The main focal point is those pitons, which are the two mountainous volcanic plugs, really volcanic spears that jet out of the water. Uh, Gross piton is 771 meters high, and petite piton is 743 meters high. Like you and me. That's right. One's tall, one's short. And you can do a guided hike here if you really want to get in there and get dirty. Or you can opt for a sea tour where a boat will take you around up close view without actually doing the hike. Uh, We did neither, but we had great views from our resort, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, If you're more on the adventurous side, 
You can opt to do some popular activities on the island. They include rainforest zipline, catamaran sailing, ATV tour, Splash Island Water Park. That's pretty good for kids where they actually have trampolines in the water. Um, So it's a floating water park, if you will. Um, Visit Diamond Falls where the waterfall is at the end of a nature walk. And those are just some of the things, um, if you're adventurous, you can do in St. Lucia. So let's get into how we got there. Uh, St. Lucia is served by Hiwanora Airport. The code for that is UVF. Uh, From New York, you only have one option. Uh, It is JetBlue. Um, If you want to go direct, of course, out of JFK, that's what we took. Four and a half hours down on the A320. Uh, JetBlue is 3-3 with the seating, all coach layout, with a few extra rows in the front of extra leg room if you want to give a few extra bucks. Uh, the flight leaves at 7 a.m., so you get there at a decent time. We booked this with cash, uh, didn't have you know too many options to do. Um, it obviously is the only option from New York City, so no real wiggle room there. If you wanted to use points, you can do that. Uh, JetBlue points convert from American Express miles directly to JetBlue. Note that it is 250 Amex points to 200 JetBlue points, so you will lose a little Uh, when you're transferring. And that's important because some people think, oh, I have 10,000 American Express miles. I'm going to get 10,000 JetBlue miles and my flight is 9,500. Well, that's not the case. And you've had that happen a couple of times. I'm smiling at you, Jared, because I think I know something that you don't know. What's that? That Chase and JetBlue are a new partnership and it's one-to-one. That is true. Um, The original one was American Express, but I'm not sure when it started, but you are correct. Uh, that Chase is a, is a yeah, partner also. so if you want to use points and you have both Chase and Amex, use Chase because it's better redemption. Yeah, that's, that's totally the better option. And Chase really only has eight or nine airline partners. So um, JetBlue is a nice addition to that because domestically speaking, if you live on the East Coast, um, whether it's New York or down in Florida, those are their main hubs, Fort Lauderdale and JFK. Boston, additionally, a lot of flights from there as well. Um, yeah, great redemption value. And now that you can transfer from Amex and Chase, obviously, if you add the Chase points, it's a better redemption value. So as Melissa mentioned, highly recommend that on the one-to-one, but it obviously depends what credit card you have and what you spent most of your dollars on, which which plastic you uh, put down the most. Um, so that's that's the one flight out of JFK. The one exception is if you're flying on a Saturday, now, Saturday's JetBlue flies its A321 aircraft, which actually has its Mint business product on. This is only on Saturdays that they do this. But if you want to go to the Caribbean on this four-and-a-half-hour flight and you want to fly in business, which JetBlue does have on this particular plane, you can book that. Um, they have lie-flat seats in Mint. I've never flown it personally, um, but it's regarded as the best domestic business class product. Um, They have a mixture of suites and two-and-two layout, all fully lie-flat seats. Um, They have a healthier, I would say, food option in where they give smaller portions of a lot more types of food. Yeah, it's tapas style. Right, tapas style. Um, So if you want to do that and you live in the New York area, you can do that, but only on Saturdays. You can also do that out of Boston, on Saturdays as well. Their one flight out of there 
is on the A321, and that's the same plane that JetBlue flies from the East Coast uh, cross-country to California, San Fran, and L.A. So you'll get that uh, going to the Caribbean, going to St. Lucia on Saturdays. Um, What's your overall thoughts uh, on the JetBlue experience? When it came out originally, it, it was like nothing we really have ever seen in Coach before because they had the TVs with the live direct TV, about 50 channels, you know, included. Uh, they had unlimited snack service. Um, their planes at this point are probably a little outdated just on the interior. They've never um, redone the interior on the A320, which is the plane that we took down um, to St. Lucia. But on these A321s that have the Mint product, they're brand new. Um, they have the large screens. They actually have a snack area where you can just get up, go get yourself a drink or a snack. Do you have any thoughts on, you know, JetBlue domestically as opposed to Delta or or United? Yeah, yeah. so JetBlue is definitely my favorite domestic airline. Really? I'm a big weekend traveler, as you know. And weekend warrior! We are weekend warriors, and so Sunday night is my favorite TV night, so I love their live stream. Yeah, I mean, they're the only ones besides on select Delta flights that going to give you the live tv and by far they give you the most options uh i think you have 40 or 50 direct tv channels there so you just plug in your headphones i like it um when i'm traveling also on sunday sunday afternoon for the nfl games because like sometimes like i want to get back and i just want to chill on the couch and watch a game but if you can do it in the air um even better yeah so i feel like we are both big uh JetBlue fans. Yeah, pretty big fan. Um, if you're flying other places than, other than New York and trying to go to St. Lucia, uh, let's give some tips out there. If you're coming from Miami or the Fort Lauderdale area, it's going to be out of Miami Airport. American flies twice daily on the 757. That's a real short flight, uh, under two hours to get there. Uh, Delta flies the 737 from Atlanta. If you're uh, in the Great White North, Air Canada from Toronto on the A319, and then those are the only options from North America if you're coming from across the pond out of London Gatwick, uh, Virgin Atlantic on the A330, and British Airways on the 777. So those are your options uh, if you want to fly direct from the U.S. or Canada or across the pond in London, that's how you can get to St. Lucia. Uh, Once we landed, we took a ground transfer uh, that we set up through the hotel about an hour or so over very, very rough and bumpy roads, uh, especially for the last 20 minutes. The ground is unpaved, and if you have any history or even a hint of motion sickness, load up on those meds uh, beforehand because it will get to you. It, it, was, it might have been the bumpiest ride besides Safari that I had ever been on. Were you expecting that? Like It was pretty crazy. So I had read... So do you want to tell them about the hotel? Because you were shocked that it did not have four walls, even though you requested to well, stay we're there. Well, we're going to get into that, but let, let's like so, get through the transfer so first. So when you initially thought that I was making up stories, I really went into TripAdvisor and read reviews because I was like, am I not looking at the right hotel? Like, why did he request to stay here? And he's telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about with the no fourth wall. So in the reviews, everyone was like, 
if you are taking the car option, brace yourself because it is a bumpy ride. The other way of getting there is by helicopter, which is very scenic, but a little more expensive and a little more dangerous. You didn't want to chop her in? I did not want to chop her in. Oh, I thought you were a chopper kind of girl. Sometime, maybe? Just domestic. <laughs> Just do- domestic chopper. Okay, you know, so- when we take our, our personal helicopter to the Hamptons every Friday. Oh, yeah. Summertime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's, we can talk about the hotel. So Jade Mountain is the spot that we stayed at. And this really was the reason for the trip. Um, we had both been to St. Lucia before I had been on a cruise Same. there. Um, so as we mentioned, uh, pulling to the capital city for the port. Uh, saw, saw the Pitons, um, got a lay of the land. Definitely didn't do it in Jade Mountain style. Um, I had found this through my research, um, this hotel. And from what I saw was spectacular views. And that's really what I enjoy the most these days is a great hotel with even better views, um, no matter where it is. And this was jumping off the page on multiple lists. Um, you know, we all have our, our different things that we research and places we go to. And the more and more research I did on, you know, top Caribbean islands and best resorts with views and this Jade Mountain kept on popping up and you had never heard of it. Nope. Um, But the pictures that I saw were unbelievable. So once we kind of ironed that out and... Well, there was another contender. I had wanted to stay at the Viceroy at Sugar Beach. Um... But overruled for a number of reasons. Yeah. But th- there are other places aside from Jade Mountain in St. Lucia. Uh, of that course. Are beautiful. Of course, there are other options. This is just the one we picked. Yes. And just, you know, telling the listeners why we picked it. Number one, it was a high end, all inclusive resort, which I don't know if we've ever done before this. So there's an all inclusive option. Which we opted for. Right. Um, When you think all-inclusive, you know, whether it's a resort on the ground or you think of a cruise, usually the quality is is not great. I'm I'm turned off by the term all-inclusive. So I think the only reason I agreed to it is because there was a no-meal option, which, if I hated the food, we could have then, you know, taken that down and paid less per night. So they have a no-meal plan. They have the breakfast and dinner plan, which is $110 a person. And then they have the breakfast, lunch, dinner, and full bar, which is $195 per person per day. Yeah, and the highlight of this hotel is the open-air suites. Um, and when I say open-air, I really mean it because there is no fourth wall. And when Melissa was doing her research after I picked this place, you know, she brought up to me, I think, a week before we left and said, do you do you understand what this is? Like, do you realize tell them a little bit about you, how you're (laughs) obsessed with blackout shades, you're obsessed with air conditioning? Yeah, I like it cold and dark. Like, that's how I like to sleep. So when you don't have a fourth wall, that makes those two things kind of challenging. Correct. There's no blackout shades and there's no air conditioning. Um, which I was totally skeptical about. Like, I didn't know how this was going to go. Like, I really don't want to sleep when it's 92 degrees. And I can't even say inside because wherever the place is that you're staying. 
So, but, but that's what they're known for. And they have, you know, these suites. And um, let me just give you, like, so you get a sense. Let me give you an overview of Jade Mountain, of how they put it. So this is what they say on their website, and maybe you guys will understand a little more where I'm coming from. So they say, rising majestically above the 600-acre beachfront resort of Anschesnet is Jade Mountain Resort on St. Lucia's southwestern Caribbean coastline. It's a cornucopia of organic architecture celebrating St. Lucia's stunning scenic beauty. 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 I love that. Architect, I'm going to butcher his name, Nick Trabasowski has expanded upon his philosophy of building in harmony with Caribbean nature in his creation of Jade Mountain St. Lucia. The bold architectural design, individual bridges leading to exceptional infinity pool sanctuaries and rugged stone-faced columns reaching towards the sky makes Jade Mountain St. Lucia one of the Caribbean's most mesmerizing resort experiences. I agree. Expect grand sweeping spaces where bedroom, living area, and an extravagant private infinity pool glide into one another to form extraordinary platforms floating out into nature. With the fourth wall entirely absent, true, Jade Mountain sanctuaries are stage-like settings from which to embrace the full glory of St. Lucia's Piton's World Heritage Site and, of course, the eternal Caribbean Sea. Wrapping around an infinity pool with dazzling kaleidoscope of colors, the Jade Mountain Club celebrates James Beard Award-winning Chef Alan Saucer, Jade's Cuisine. No Alan from South Florida. We'll get into that. Hovering in the space above the Jade Mountain Club is the Celestial Terrace, perfect for sunset cocktails or stargazing. Enjoy the exclusivity and privacy of Jade Mountain with their sister resort, restaurants, bars, boutiques, art gallery, spa, scuba, bike, and water sport facilities, as well as two soft sand beaches, which are available and easily accessible to Jade Mountain guests at all times. So... That's the overview from their perspective. And tell them about the sister property. So Aunt Chesnet is what it's called, was the original property that Nick, who was a or is a Russian-born architect from British Columbia, he purchased the property um, back in the day and then built out on it and eventually built Jade Mountain. Um... Chesnut is the resort at the bottom of the hill where we went one day uh, for the beach and the outdoor barbecue. They have those activities that you can do there that I mentioned, scuba, snorkeling, kayaking, windsurfing, and tennis. You either have to walk down a bunch of stairs or take a shuttle. Uh, we walked down, took the shuttle back up. Not my favorite place. Wasn't I definitely think that that is the, like, for the families. Oh, totally. Uh, kids are totally welcome there. I would say no-go for the kids at Jade Mountain. I actually don't think that you can have children that are crawling. I think you can bring infants to Jade Mountain, but after that, because there are so many cliffs and because your room only has three walls, it's just too much of a liability for them. So let's talk about Jade. Like, after I gave that description, uh, did that pretty much sum it up, you know, your initial thoughts of what you were, what you thought it was going to be going into it, or were you really surprised? I think the concept of of having a pool 
where like an infinity pool where your fourth wall would be um, unless you're visually looking at it it's really hard to compute but it was awesome um I don't like going back to places twice but I would love to go back there no I I mean I totally agree it was awesome so um they have four categories of suites all with private infinity pools because there are, there's there's not actually a pool in a main area. Correct. Because everyone... You, you have your own. You have your own. So four categories, 24 total rooms. They range from 1,400 square feet to 2,000 square feet, and the pools go from 400 to 900 square feet. Now, they do have five jacuzzi-style suites. Those do have air conditioning but no pool. Uh, so that's the difference. So when we went there initially, we checked that out just to see what it was because I wasn't sure, again, about sleeping in the 92-degree heat. I don't know how you felt initially. Um, but we checked it out. It was nice. Obviously, no pool. It did have a big jacuzzi, like, in the middle of the room. But, you know, after thinking about it and after asking the staff a little bit, we're like, yeah, we're we're going to go with the other they one. They were like, take the room that has a pool that's bigger than your apartment. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so they have the four suite categories, star, moon, sun, and galaxy. I believe we were in sun, which has the same square footage as galaxy, just like a different view of the pitons, basically. Um, so you're talking 2,000 square feet, and you're talking a 900-square-foot infinity pool in your living room. Um in addition to that, you have a jacuzzi in the bathroom, which is, it's all open. Like, it's a totally open floor plan. Forget the fourth wall not being there. There's no walls for your bathroom. Uh, actually, I want to get your take on that. What are your thoughts on no walls in the bathroom? Okay, so. Because I hate it. I'm going to get very personal with our audience in that Jared yells at me at least once a week for going number one with the door open. As I should. It's disgusting. I feel like you're kind of the, you're spitting your water out, but I feel like you're kind of the minority here. I've spoken to married people and they like go number two. Don't care. Don't they care. They go number disgusting. two in front of each disgusting. other. Disgusting. So that being repug. said. That, <laughs> they are repug individuals. Okay. So that being said, the no bathroom. I mean, I think you're adorable. That oh, we've been together for four years at this point and you still turn the water on when you go poop. I mean, I'm just trying to be considerate. <laughs> but so I'm okay with the no door for the bathroom. I want no, okay. I want no walls in our relationship. No, please. Um, <laughs> so it was interesting. Your parents agree with you, though, remember? So Jared's parents will be married 40 years in April. And, Mazel tov. And they stayed at a W, which some W's, like, have see-through doors. Oh, yeah, they hated it, and right? And mother was beside herself. <laughs> I think she got your dad to leave a day early. That's probably where I get it from, right? Yeah, probably. Privacy is key. Um, so open floor plan, uh, to say the least. So you walk in the room. You're greeted with welcome drinks, a fully stocked mini bar, which, of course, with the package is all included. And you can order basically whatever you want. You can order a glass of something, whether that's wine or liquor, or can all the, order the entire bottle. Um, it's really up to you how you want to play it, um, which they have a butler, um, 
which we didn't see too much. Like if you if you needed something, you would call them and they would bring it to you, just like room service. We needed the butler to take a picture of us. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they were the, the butler slash photographer, right? So you could get your uh, infinity pool photo. Family photo. Family photo. Um, yes, but they were very nice. I thought the service was fantastic. Phenomenal. They were on point. Uh, right from the second you got there, you got out of the car. You left your luggage. They took it for you, gave you a little tour of the property. Then you walked in. You had the welcome drinks. And then you just, like, you walk into this place, and you don't understand that this is where you're staying. Like, I've never seen a pool inside the room before. I've been in plenty of rooms that have, you know, plunge pools or infinity pools on the outside, but never, let alone a 900-square-foot infinity pool in your living room. Like, the bed is right next to the pool. Um, so it was pretty crazy. And then uh, just to give like a description of the room, I, I mentioned the bathroom was up a couple of stairs, all open, jacuzzi next to it. And then on the bottom portion, you had the pool, the bed, and then a couple of lounge chairs, which were overlooking the water and the pitons as well. So sick views. Like, like you could just hang there all day, which we pretty much did, and take in the awesome views. I'm smiling, just reminiscing. Well, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it, it lived up to the billing. Like, when I saw the pictures, I didn't know if it was real. And then you walk into this place, and you're like, holy crap, like, th- this is ridiculous. Yeah, and I think your vacation is what you want it to be. I think we're just very much into relaxation, some sun, going swimming in the pool, really good food. And so that checked all our boxes. But I think that there, if you're an activities person, there are so many outdoorsy activities that you can do in St. Lucia that I loved it. It was great. Um, Let's talk about the food a little bit. Uh, So Chef Alan Susser, Sussin, is the contributing chef who basically focused the menu of this place. He's known for Chef Allen uh, in South Florida, which has been around uh, basically for like 20 years or so. He's had a couple of different places, but he's a well-known chef down there. And now um, I believe his place closed, and now he's a consultant all around the country. And he did the menu for Jade Mountain. Um, so with the all-inclusive package that we got, which was, was how much extra? Okay, so for all meals, for three meals, plus your liquor, it's one ninety-five a person. So Plus liquor. That's, I mean, that's a great deal. It's including liquor. Yeah, depending on how so, much you're going to drink, it's a really good and deal. I, and I think that when people hear $195 per person, they're looking at it in the context of, like, what their day-to-day is. So, like, yeah, like, if you live in... Long Island, you're not spending $195 a person. But when you go on vacation, there's, you know, an upcharge re- regardless of, of where you are. And so when I think of sometimes, like, when we just have lunch and a round of drinks at a nice hotel, it costs us $150. And you still have to figure in breakfast and dinner. So I definitely think that you get your money's worth. And the other thing I want to say is, and I don't want to hate on John George, but... John George has restaurants everywhere, everywhere, like every hotel, everywhere. He has relationships with the St. Regis. So when we were in Bora Bora, he had a restaurant there. When we were, when we stayed at Eden Rock and St. Bart's, he had a restaurant there. I'm not 
into his Caribbean menus. Like, I don't think the food is good. This food was awesome. And like, you, you every, were shocked. I was shocked. Every single meal was amazing from the pastries in the morning that were just out of the oven to every night a different fresh fish. Which was great. Like, that's kind of what you expect when you go to that type of place in the Caribbean. But, like, you mentioned the breakfast with the pastries. Um, no shortage of 20 fresh juices and smoothies that you could choose from uh, daily. Get one, two, three, four, as many as you want. Um, and then you had lunch, which was, you know, a mix of salads and sandwiches, but, like, an awesome-tasting black and mahi-mahi salad or some kind of you know, uh, dolphin sandwich or something like that. Yeah, and, like, we really like that restaurant, which is why we kept going back. But at the sister property, they have, what, three restaurants, which we could have eaten at, but... It wasn't worth it. Yeah, I mean, like, this was right upstairs from our room. The food was delicious. We did go, you know, to the sister property one time to check out the The beach. beach. And we did do an outdoor barbecue there, which was fine. Um, Nothing spectacular, I thought, but... Yeah, the Jade Mountain Club, which was literally up the steps. This place looks, with the bridges, looks like a treehouse, I thought. Um, Like a large, massive treehouse. Right, with waterfalls underneath of it. Obviously no elevators, so you have to be able to be mobile and and climb stairs up and down. Um, But that's what it looked like. And yeah, the Jade Mountain Club, where we ate mostly all of our meals. Um, We mentioned breakfast and lunch. So dinner, for example, you said... Fresh fish every night. Um, I thought the service was on point. I mean, I eat fish, but they had steaks. Oh, they had everything. Yeah, yeah. steaks, chicken, uh, fish, uh, appetizers, salads, whatever you, dessert, whatever you wanted. And um, when the quality is that high, it, like it, it makes it really worth it. Obviously, you know, some people go whether it's to all inclusives or on cruises just for the gluttony of it, like the sheer, like, oh, it's buffet, I could get everything I want, and it's included in the price, yeah. but the quality's not going to be as and good. And that's just not the way I eat. Right. Um, this was on another level. It was exceptional. Um, the food was on point, and, but really the, I mean, we were very surprised at the food, but really the star of it was the room and the view and then the, the infinity pool on the inside, I thought. It was, when you don't have a fourth wall... And you're only used to four walls in a hotel room, which I'm sure the majority of you are. It's quite an experience. And it, it's something that was unique and really exceptional. Um, overall, I thought an awesome time. Uh, three nights, that's usually what we do going down to the Caribbean or something. You know, make it a long weekend. Uh, I feel like that's plenty, especially um, if the drive to the resort is probably like an hour at most. Um, Otherwise, it gets a little tedious, but, you know, in this case, an hour drive, uh, yes, bumpy, but, you know, we read the reviews, we're used to it. Uh, you get there, and you really just chill at the property and, and hang out in that, this magnificent suite, um, have the great food. It's always good when uh, you can order whatever liquor or wine you want, and you don't have to pull out your credit card every time. You know, obviously, you're paying for it at some point, but... Um, I, th- I think uh, really job well done by, by them. By you? <laughs> well, by me and by them. Uh, what was your overall take on the experience, on what you expected going into it and what you thought after? 
uh, far exceeded my expectations. Staying in a room that has no fourth wall with that has a pool instead. I can't even describe it. Coolest thing ever. Uh, and the food was awesome. And I love being able to order as much wine as I want and not like being afraid of what the bill is going to look like. Booze it up, girl. Exactly. Get tipsy on vacation. Live my life. And, um, <laughs> and so, yeah. That's it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 10 of the Itinerary St. Lucia. Questions, comments, send them in to the Itinerary Podcast at gmail.com. Any questions on this episode or travel questions that you may have, just hit us up, the Itinerary Podcast at gmail.com. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is go to the iTunes and Apple Podcast page, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. That's it. That's all. See ya. Bye.